Broadcasting live from the beautiful Cobb Galleria in Atlanta, Georgia for the 2017 CIO of the Year Awards, it's Booth 61. Now, here's your host, Ricky Steele. Well, good morning. We're still live here at the Cobb Galleria. We're in the booth. Right at this very moment, we have Mr. Dave Barnes, the winner of the 2017 Lifetime Achievement winner. It is a great honor. I've had the privilege of knowing Dave for probably eight to ten years, watching not only what he does in his business, but what he does with his life and the kind of commitment that he has to the community. Without further ado, good morning, Dave. Hey, good morning. It's uh, my pleasure to be here today with you. What kind of, uh, how does this make you feel to win a Lifetime Achievement Award and you're still a young man? Well, you know, it, <clears throat> I, you probably hit it right on the head is that uh, it's hard to believe a lifetime, so I've got a lot more to go. But it's a humbling experience. We don't normally at UPS, where I worked for 39 years, uh, talk about ourselves. We talk about our teams. And, uh, you know, we know we get success through the work of, of people coming together as groups and focusing on things rather than what we do as individuals. You started out driving for Big Brown, didn't you? Well, you know, I was a part-time unloader actually in college and uh, it was a great job, paid a good amount of money. I paid my way through college, paid all my bills and uh, UPS was really fair to me. I went into management and uh, later they had a program uh, that they used back then allowed us who didn't have a chance to drive uh, could go from management back into driving and drive. And I drove uh, in St. Louis, uh, had a route uh, in Clayton. And uh, I tell you, of all the jobs I did, it would be up there in the top one or two. It was so much fun. Uh, you, you got a chance to deal all day with the greatest customers in the world. You work for a great company. Um, you were like a, your own entrepreneur because once you left in the morning, uh, you were on that, on your route and doing your thing and uh, delivering the execution, the quality, and that commitment to service uh, by yourself. It was great. I think of the Sandys and uh, Becky Blaylocks and others, uh, James Dallas, uh, Fran Dramus, who've won this award in the past, and, and I see you as a peer to each and every one of them by, by, no, by any standard. You know, each of them are, are extraordinary in their own right. Becky and uh, what she has done when she was at Southern and uh, continue to do in her days uh, after she retired from there. People, John Searle and, and others like that, uh, each of us brings a core of uh, common attributes to the table, but then we all are different. Uh, we approach things slightly differently. Uh, we're all known for getting good results, for building strong teams, and we share a camaraderie among us. In fact, all of us that you mentioned, uh, we all get together all the time today. Uh, many of them are here. Uh, Becky and John and I and others work on projects together. And I think that 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 endearing type relationships that we built is part of the power of the Georgia CIO organization. Uh, it's a group that's uncanny in its capability of bringing uh, people together from different backgrounds, uh, different sizes of companies that can openly share uh, issues and problems, uh, what worked, and uh, perhaps more importantly, what didn't work, and uh, allow us all to be better. Atlanta is known as the birthplace and the home of civil rights. Uh, Atlanta is also, to me, a community-spirited town, and to go along with that, between United Way and CLA and TechBridge and so many other organizations that you've been highly involved in, uh, do you kind of agree with that and expound on it a little bit? Yeah, it's, 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 I think it's extraordinary that you bring that up. It's uh, an area we should talk more about. Um, our founder, Jim Casey at UPS, believed that one of the dimensions that you have to be participative in uh, to be a successful manager is the community. And uh, I've taken that to heart. And uh, 
I've had an opportunity to, to do a lot of things and to work with a lot of very talented people and to help others that are in need. Um, and I'll talk about a little bit what it was like when I was growing up. Uh, but first, uh, let me get, finish this path. I did have an opportunity to work on the, the uh, National United Way Board for two terms and uh, was on the group that formed the United Way International Group and was on its board for a term. Uh, I've been on TechBridge associated with that. As you know, I co-chaired uh, their annual ball several times. And I've done a lot of other projects. But common across all those is it's a feeling you have to have in your heart that you want to, to give back, uh, that you have an obligation. It's an unstated obligation. It's an obligation that no one tells you you have to do it. Your heart tells you you should do it, is to get involved to help others. And I wanted to mention uh, when I was young, you know, I lost my dad, and it's a family of four kids and, uh, and just a phenomenal mother. And we moved from Chicago here to St. Louis to stay with an aunt. And my mom had approached social services, as it was called back then, and there really wasn't a lot of help. Their answer was uh, very contrite. It was, well, we need to break the family up, and uh, we need to let some of them be adopted. And that was not in my mom's uh, DNA. So she had a different view, and one that I think that all of uh, her children, and certainly myself, uh, grew uh, very greatly from. And that was, that you shape your future, uh, that you can pull yourself up by the bootstraps, the proverbial bootstraps. And she went out and got a full-time job, uh, went to school at night at Washington University and got her degree in education. Um, we had uh, a special needs, a brother of mine, my younger brother. She found uh, the right schooling for him and managed to make all those ends meet for us. And, uh, you know, she's a major, major part of my life. and. Uh, I think many parts of her thoughts have always been with me. Dave, I had the privilege of being the MC for the United We Initiative Board about, oh gracious, eight or nine, seven, eight, ten years ago, I don't know when it was, but I'm tearing up thinking about what you said that day and everybody in the room, and it was the most transparent, original, honest conversation I've ever heard a human being give, and for that I thank you. and. And I think it's the essence of who you are and from your background and your mom and, and your family to where you rose in UPS, one of America's, one of the world's great companies. So congratulations, Dave. Well, thank you for saying that. And, uh, you know, I mentioned it here as I accepted this recognition today that, you know, you measure yourself many different ways or and people try to, I, th I should say. And I've always thought that uh, the best measure is to see as you look back over a period of time and see whether you were, you know, contributing the way you should be to society, improving your communities, and the teams that you work with. The best measurement is how many people that you help along the way, and uh, I take a lot of pride in that. You've helped a lot. What does 2018 and beyond look? You've been out of UPS roughly a year, a little yeah, bit a little, more? Yeah, a little over a year. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't have the, the big pace I had there. It was uh, you know, a great company. They do a good work-life balance, but you've got to prove, you know, you have to pick your own, own uh, balance and all that. So our days were pretty long, uh, typical 12 hours. You get in at 6, leave at 6. Uh, pace was unrelenting, but the excitement was unbelievable. I mean, you're talking about a company in 220 countries and territories moving... You know, tens of millions of packages a day, a massive logistics company, huge healthcare business, bring it all together and to be the CIO, to have been given the opportunity to be the CIO, just an extraordinary thing. And, and I'll always thank UPS for that, uh, that privilege. 
you're on some boards, Hertz, I believe, and others, maybe doing some investing, but uh, what is 2018 going to be for you? And then we'll wrap it up. Yeah, I've been on uh, certainly a number of boards. Um, I just left Ingram Micro as we sold that uh, to H&A Corp. And they were the biggest uh, reseller of technology in the world, the largest customer of HP, those type of scenarios. Great experience. I, I am now serving on the Hertz board. Um, totally different environment. Uh, it's a company that has a proud heritage, a great brand, and uh, I think we've brought together a good board. We're working with a great management team trying to reposition that company for future growth, and it's, it's exciting. We're replacing all the technology there. Uh, it's, an, it's an unusual opportunity. Uh, to go across all major systems, not just a couple of them, but in the three or four years, we replace every system of substance there. And so that's a great one. And then I work uh, with a private equity firm up in New York. Um, we approached a number of them, or I approached a number of them, or they approached to me. And most of them were the bigger ones. And, uh, and I'm not saying I wouldn't do work with them in the future. I think there's a lot to be gained there. But there was an opportunity for a small firm in New York um, uh, that was being put together to join that, and I did. And uh, you know, Luke, who's the brings the financial genius to it all, is just an extraordinary person to to work with. And uh, you take a look at like the chair of that organization. The chairman is uh, Joe Tucci uh, from EMC. Um, one of our key board members on there is and an active member of the, of the strategy firm is Bill Green, who's the ex-CEO of Accenture. So it's that caliber of people. There's seven or eight of us, and uh, we're just having a great time. We deal with technology companies. Um, we go into, uh, at this point in time, we're not doing emerging technologies. We're going to the companies that have been there, that we look at them, they're performing, uh, but we see a different way for them to perform at a much greater scale, at a much more successful environment, and we bring a different approach uh, as an investing committee. And uh, we're hands-on board members, and uh, that's the kind of things that I like to do, and uh, we're, we're, we're doing very well. Well, I really appreciate your time. We have a lot of college students listen to Booth 61 because I've been around the entrepreneurial community for a long, long time. And uh, in closing, what would be your advice to the juniors and seniors at Georgia Tech or MIT or Stanford as they approach technology? What do they need to do their last year or two in college to get them to a place to be able to achieve the success that you've achieved? You know, I look at it, I'm, I'm jealous of them, actually, and uh, I, I wouldn't hold back from saying that. I mean, to be a technologist today, to have command of technology, um, to have a mind that has the aptitude and uh, the thirst for knowledge uh, that re is required to be a CIO, uh, that I'm relenting pursuit of the next thing, this is a great time for them because when we were starting out, it wasn't too long ago, you know, we spent so much of our engineering talents trying to accompany the size of UPS to achieve scale, reliability, extensibility, and resilience. And, you know, that is all transparent to the business except when it doesn't work. And we would do that and, and do it quite well, I think. And uh, as you well, as you uh, are very well versed, UPS created a lot of new technology and did a lot of things to pioneer a lot of cellular things that are done today and handheld technologies uh, long before the smartphones were out. But you look at this group coming up, they're going to walk into a world where much of that is already done. The building blocks are solid, they're scalable, they're reliable. You don't have to spend the time there. Instead, you spend it on what we all think is the right thing, and that is joining companies to grow top-line revenue. 
to be able to show that through your energy, your innovation, your excitement, your passion, that you can take a product set and extend it beyond what the business would do without you. To be able to look at a balance sheet and understand EBITDA and that you know, you're all there at the end of the day to make a business successful, it has to make money to do that, and you play a key role in that. And I think then that what transcends a good CIO for the future and what these students coming out today are very capable of is the merger of business acumen, understanding the language of business, which is financial, understanding the power of technology, which is unbelievable, and bringing it all together in a strategic means that produces outcomes. And I mention the word outcomes a lot, and, and the reason I, I want everybody to make sure that they focus on that is that you can get lost on things if you don't have an anchor that, that gives you some stability. And if you look at it as what is success, for most businesses, it's going to be your success is really the success of your customers. And if you look at making them more efficient or allowing them to grow their company faster, and you see it through their lens, you ultimately will be far better in your personal life and your company itself will grow better. And that's how, you know, at UPS, uh, uh, you know, we all came together and, and uh, took that to heart. And I think the other part of it is, is that, you know, you have to control, uh, as you enter the business world, uh, what others see of you. You know, every day you're out there and you got to bring that passion, that level of excitement, because the job is exciting. I mean, what else is as exciting as technology? But you got to be able to channel that and uh, be able to promote your teams, uh, to at all times recognize your team members and uh, see your recognition through them. And it's something that at UPS, uh, Ron Wallace, one of our retired uh, senior vice presidents, used to be president of International, uh, he wrote a book, it's a great book, and uh, one of the things that he surmised and there or brought forth is the concept of uh, at UPS, what is the word me, M-E, and it really is the we, and that's what we focus on. We never go up there and say, I did this, I did that. It is all about we did this, and that's the power of a CIO. You're going to have to work through others. You're going to have to bring a lot of groups together. Once you can do that well and layer in technology and business acumen, there's no stopping you from going forward. The six years I've had the privilege of hosting this program, this is an interview I'll remember as long as I do it, Dave. Congratulations again on being a Lifetime Achievement winner, and I know we're going to hear and see you many, many times over the years to come. Thank you for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you again, Ricky. All right.